from Evergreen Terrace, which is an American metalcore band hailing from Florida. Fun fact for all those who may not be familiar with this band, they are named after the street that the Simpsons live on. So you guys were my first live introduction to hardcore that I saw play. And I think that would have been early 2000s. It was in Byron Bay. And it was with I Killed the Prom Queen and Parkway Drive before anyone knew who they were. So welcome, Andrew. Thank you. Thank you very much. Early 2000s. There we are. Early to Yeah. That was the first international, well, yeah, international tour that we did was we went, we went to Australia first. I don't even think we had been to, we, we haven't even been to Canada before. We were just like, we're going to Australia. Yeah, Let's just get do it. it. It was yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, it was an incredible, like, not really too, too much of a culture shock, but it was kind of, it was awesome. I absolutely fell in love with Australia. Hadn't been back in so long, but... Uh, we were supposed to be there last, or uh, you know, t- November 2020. We had a whole tour planned out. Yes, you did. And then, <laughs> then something happened. I don't know. I, yeah, I can't some, remember. Some small yeah. blip. Yeah, some small blip. You know. Yeah, because it turned 2021. The year ended. So and it's technically just, finished. Yeah, everybody's okay now. Yeah. 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 It's all, uh, new year, new you. Isn't that the saying? Yeah. It's just it's done. <laughs> The worst oh. year in history is done. What is the band doing? I think there's so many murmurings. People are keen to know what is happening on the Evergreen Terrace front. The band is doing a lot of texting and sending each other funny memes and jokes. And uh, that's what we've been doing all year. Yeah, um, very productive. <laughs> very, very productive. <laughs> you know, we had all this time to be able to write so much but we would just like decided to make each other laugh and but really on a serious note we are starting to plan ahead for next year or well this year starting to plan for further on in uh, 2021 maybe uh hoping we have we do have new stuff written we have a few parts of it recorded and hopefully we'll get that finished within the next few months and so hopefully be able to come out with some new music relatively soon and um and be able to just kind of take it step by step and day by day and see how the not just us in america are going to get vaccinated and how coronavirus will play out but i guess the rest of the world to see how we're going to be able to do with touring because like i said we were supposed to be in Australia, November of 2020, but, you know, that got canceled. And right now we're planning on trying to be in Europe at around like, like August this year and hoping that will come. And then maybe hope, hopefully Australia like next yes. year. Yes. Yeah, nice. yeah. It's been too long. It's been yeah. very long. Yeah. yeah. I'll have to stand up the back and sadly there probably won't be a chair because I'm geriatric now, but I think, okay. yeah, I mean, we're, we're an old, we're an old band now, which is <laughs> kind of crazy. We're, we're like old. 20 years, 20 years old. Yeah. And yeah. I think 
I think most most people will be standing in the back, which kind of sucks because it's. We'll like have to stretch just... beforehand. We need like a little yeah limber warm up exercise before we all start bopping around again. Yeah, but what, yeah, what people should realize is that like since we're old, most people there will be probably around the same age ish, you know, like, and there probably won't be too much moshing, just a lot of head bobbing, arms crossing, toe tapping, you know, toe tapping. <laughs> Yeah, it took it took me a long time to realize that like, oh, like it's not like they're not getting into us anymore. It's just that we're old we and can't that's move. Old. Yeah. yeah. And I, I can't I'm I haven't moshed in like ten years. I don't know. What's gonna bring me out of mosh retirement? Nothing. I don't know. I feel like if I tried it, I would I would break my hip or get punched in the face and be like, I'm I'm done. You were my first concert injury, your foot in my shoulder. My- it, my, yes, my, yes, you were my very first concert injury. You, particularly. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, tend to, I tend to crawl around on people a lot. Yes, really do. Yeah. But when I was looking for photos for, like, my little fly thing, there's, you're like a contortionist. So I find it hard to believe that you still wouldn't be able to move because you're, like, upside down. You're, like, doing these yeah. weird, crazy jumps. Surely you'll be able to still maneuver Oh, yeah. I mean, there's like a really good one from our tour last year of me like hanging upside down from some rafter. I don't know. I get a lot of adrenaline from playing shows and, you know, take a lot of alcohol before the show. So it's like, all right. Yeah, great combo. Yeah. I I sleep so well, you know, after exercising a lot now. So then I'm like, okay, it's been it's been a year since we played a show. I'm going to have to exercise and so do you really train? Like, will you really actually try to get your fitness up? Because I can imagine it's quite, it's a lot of exertion. So Yeah, especially really... since we, yeah. we only tour like so many days out of the year now, because we, we just don't do as much as, as we used to. I will run sometimes. I mean, I don't like, I'm not like an actual trainer. No, not at all. And I go to the gym and I lift things up and I put them down. Then do and it I again. Do that you, yeah, and I'm like, I feel good about myself, but in no way do I know what I'm doing. So it's just like, oh, cool. And then I'll just go run. He's like, all right, I, I ran, ran three miles. I feel, I feel awesome. And I ride my bike. I, I live in a, like a really great neighborhood and area. So I just and I surf. So I was like, go surfing sometimes. What's the surfing and, like over there? It's been pretty um flat. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like. You know, like hurricane season will come and that's when we get the best swells uh, every once in a while. And the winter gets a little bit okay. There's some like storms, but it's just all like storm-based swells like that are just, you know, like, oh, great. You know, here comes a, here comes a hurricane and you know, people who don't surf freak don't out. Don't like that. Yes. Yeah. They're like, oh my God. I'm like, yeah, I can't, I can't wait. Like, yeah. this is great. It'll be over yeah. three foot. Woo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, th- yeah. Three feet's fine. Like we'll be like, oh, three feet. That that's great. Everyone just takes off work. It's like for three feet. Like all right, and we measure from the front here, so it's like not three feet from the back, the back. which is probably like yeah. Well, I never huge. understood that growing up. I was like, it's just big. Like I would just go, well, it's a lot over my head, so that's that's just big for yeah. me in general. And now I'm not as fit as I used to be. So yeah, it's long boards and uh, somewhere where I can stand and easy access out. No reef activity for me. Anymore. Yeah, you know, I never surfed a reef act reef ever. Really? A reef. Yeah. Add it to the list yeah. of things to do. Maybe when you come to Australia, we can. Oh yeah, push I'm you out <laughs> on one. Yeah, when the next time we go, I, I'm definitely 
taking a, a long vacation after or before the tour to really soak in the Australian surf and I don't know, just culture and everything for sure. Yeah. And our language, as you yesterday said to me, you didn't understand what I was saying, but you'll get there. You'll get the hang of it. You've been here so many times. Uh, I would have thought the dialect and the slang would have been kind of. All right, oh yeah. Right. I get it. I, I you were just I, staring I, me at <laughs> I was, yeah, I was just being sarcastic over, you know, text messages. Just so right. easy yeah. to understand. So, yeah, it is. Yeah. You've gone through like a lot of changes as a band. So yeah. How did this kind of like, what does it feel like this time to kind of reconnect? Because there's a lot of, like, there's been a lot of shuffling about. So how does it feel now with all the dynamics? I mean, I think that we're, as, as a unit, as the five individuals that are in the band right now, I mean, we, we love it. Like, so everybody that's in the band has been in the band for about seven years, uh, maybe a little bit longer, eight years. Um, and so, I mean, we're... I don't know, we're all a bunch of brothers and we, we love the dynamic, but we, we do tend to feed off each other a little bit too much and, and not like get focused as much because we're, we're really just all having a great time. Uh, yeah, and so, when you're that familiar, yeah. I guess it's easy to, to kind of slide into yeah. the dynamic a bit, yeah. When I, you know, I left the band, I can't remember, I left the band for a short moment in time uh, uh, a while back yeah um and when we decided to you know get the band back together let's do this man we decided at that moment that like to not take it as serious as we were before which was you know we were, we wanted to be a very professional you know band and like have a goal of whatever it meant to to make it you know like we we were like you know, and that's what kind of drove me from quitting the band was the pressure of being in a professional band. And when we got when we got back together after you know my short little absence, I we decided it was like we're, I'm not taking this serious anymore. It's like I'll you know find means to an end to make money. Um, I still love the music. I love I love this, but it's like I I just want to go and see the world with my friends and not have a pressure of oh is, is the music that we're writing gonna sell are we gonna be on the next big tour how many units do we push or what how many downloads and how no, many it takes all the fun out of it it does and it did and like we that's kind of like how we were we were suffering from from that around and that kind of what drove that main core band from you know 2000 you know, six to like 2000, shoot, like 13, 14, you know, where it was, you know, from, from basically like Wolf Biker to, to almost home. Um, yeah. And you see what happens uh, to big yeah. bands, like metal bands who are super professional. You see what happens to them. They all come undone anyway. And everyone's, yeah. everyone's personal stuff, yeah. you can't separate the two. So I kind of get that. And yeah. it takes a certain individual, I think, to work under pressure. Some people really yeah. thrive in it, but if you're not that type of person, which I'm not, I used to do a lot of um, sport. And as soon as it got to that level, it was just like, this is not fun anymore. And I would get anxiety and it would just completely yeah. people like my mental health. So I just, I yeah. I exactly. That's right. Yeah, we rather be yeah just uh, like okay we got into this for it. we loved it yeah we loved the music we like we we wanted to escape from having to do a normal 
quote unquote normal life and uh and have fun and once it stopped being fun it's just just like oh this is it came to like it's like a, a job yeah exactly a chore and and like I, you know we we did that because we didn't want a job we were in this we were in this because it's like we want to choose a different path and i know that we need needed to take at that time you know because it's called show business the business side more you know a little serious but once it got to to the fact that it was it was like affecting our mental health that's mm-hmm. when and when that can be said about any job, whether you're in a band or a server or, you know, you're some IT tech person or anything, if you're, if it's affecting your mental health, it's, it's time, it's time to move on. Yeah. Especially sense. when you have to spend so much time. That's what I say to people, you kind of live at work. We spend a lot of time there. You got to like yeah. it and like the people. And yes, it's up to yeah. the individual, but at the same time, it can be quite external. What do you anticipate it will be like coming back? into the scene back on tour and how are you approaching it yeah we're uh, we're lucky we still are able to have like contacts with people and we are pretty established in that sense that we can you know find somebody that's like hey we want to go tour australia and we like ask you know ask around and someone's like yeah i'm willing to take you guys out and do who do you want to tour with are there like bands that you've never like played with oh they're on my list well we're yeah, recently we would just leave it up to if we're going to do a package tour, we would we I, I would leave it up to the promoter to to find a band to do it unless there was somebody that we had in mind or like a young a younger band that would be like super stoked or to go on tour with us and or you know I mean a dream obviously I, mean, I think you talked to him recently would I, I would always love to go tour with bands that we grew up with like comeback kid i yeah. love i love them i just my friends yeah <laughs> like oh like, could play with know. parkway drive again yeah if they would have us for sure i know I they just got us. massive it's kind of ridiculous isn't it so, yeah in a good way yeah yeah they're they're always good they're always been they were always nice we've you know stayed at the mccall's house the first time that we winston was our like merch guy when that first tour with prom queen the good old yeah. days yeah the good old days yeah, i was like yeah winston i have yeah. a picture i got a picture of me winston and josh james all together I, I like look at it every once in a while when i'm like going through the pictures and you get i'm like looking for a, a picture then i come across that picture and i'm like oh this is great and then you just go through every picture in your box because that's what you have to do when you look for one picture just nostalgic like, now have, yeah oh, now i have to go yeah, that's 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 a great thing. Right? People probably don't have many. Because they're digital. <laughs> yeah, and people that put like these things on it, like they're so the pictures that you take, you know, with that are physical ones that use film. Yeah, you know, it's just like you don't know how they're going to turn out. I want to tour with. I want to tour with Bane. They're 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 done. You know, never we'll never tour with Bane ever again. They're not. But um, I love I love. I love D- I love these nuts. I love the guys in yeah. these nuts. They're awesome. Agnostic friend is fun to, from the tour with. They're like some of the yeah, the best yeah, best dudes in the world to tour. On. Yeah, full on, just great shows. So how's the vocal box going? I'm guessing it's been a while. Yeah, I scream I scream in my pillow yeah. every night. Yeah. Just I scream and, and beat my fist on the bed and just like, ah, why? A great, <laughs> I don't know. Great training. No, I know. 
great training. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't do that. Practice. I don't. Th- I don't think I've ever practiced screaming or and did that. I mean, if we were to practice, I I would I would be okay and do it. Uh, it's not like a it's not a use it or lose it thing. Okay. So and it's never been a thought of in my mind as as a craft. There's definitely was like oh I I feel like I've I've gotten better and know how to control it and do more like projection and like gotten good at screaming if you will which sounds weird but it's not like like I said it's never like okay I gotta be I gotta hit all these notes into screaming and then practice in my bathroom because some people and, do they really take it like as like proper vocal training isn't it and that's awesome yeah and yeah. they probably and that's why they probably sound way better than I do but like I don't <laughs> Natural I, raw talent. We'll say that's where your yeah, your skills lie. Yeah, natural, natural <laughs> raw talent. Yeah, thank you. I'm, I mean, I, I'm definitely not the Freddie Mercury of screaming. I'm, I'm more or less some, somebody that's it, like just trying out for America's Got Talent. And it's like, no, man. It's like, luckily, I can put on a show. I just get drunk and jump around and crawl on people, and they like it. So that's yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. stage dived yeah what's the new style and sound of this album because all your albums have evolved quite a lot i mean dead horses is like in my opinion i listen to it a lot it's like one of my favorites so is there any like do you guys like when you do it do you sit down and be like we want it to sound like this are there any kind of no difference? once like since since josh left the band uh craig cheney our guitar player and my cousin first blood um, he's, he's, he's become like the main writer and before it was him and Josh kind of trading off and, uh, he, him and our, our bass player, Jason will probably write a lot. Um, and, and we're just kind of, I don't think we ever wanted to set boundaries on ourselves. Uh, and Craig definitely is extremely talented, but he, I think the direction is, is you know, try to say as much to, the uh, uh, to evergreen terrace as we can but like we're not afraid to to explore and i don't think that craig definitely has never been afraid to to explore more especially you know that he his background and style of, of guitar is so is so different than a, than a lot of other bands out there you know with his effects and uh, i think we're just we're gonna try try and just see what we can push as far as like taking it to to another level of you know heaviness and you know experimental you know just see what we can do but not to like scare anybody and be like we're you're changing your whole style (laughs) yeah you know i'm singing and there's not going to be a breakdown and it's just it's all space rock no it's yeah there's it's still still will be us but have you got any tales any adventures you can share with us that might be of interest uh i was just saying like lately like the i feel like the best stories are the ones that if you know you tell from of late that you tell somebody and you're just like, oh, we walked around this town that was a, a thousand years old and we got really drunk and sat in a, in a circle and, and just looked up at the stars. And it's like, that was Reflected a really magical, life. fun, fun night. And it's just like, that sounds like boring. I'm like, yeah, I know. Or right. like if someone, if someone asks like, how crazy is it backstage? It's like, oh, you know, like, it's not crazy. We're just drinking and you're rehydrating and 
taking a nap or you know texting our girlfriends and just being stretching. like oh, you know <laughs> stretching yeah yeah someone's on zoom with their kids it's like yeah, it's nothing anymore like yeah backstage has never been like the wildest place i mean there are crazy stories but yeah i was gonna say you guys think, were kind of crazy do you think you'll still yeah. be crazy like do you think you'll still be party animals or do you think you'll be like a bit more subdued now oh no like i said like the the, the best part about being older and now it's just being like, oh, being more appreciative of the, I, not that we never were, weren't appreciative, but it's just being like a little bit more grounded and down to earth of where we are in time. And like, it, so that like, uh, we just love walking around town with like a bottle of wine of whatever town we're at and, and just like looking at local scenery and just yeah, exploring and just it exploring it yeah there's another story same like so we're our first show to first show in in brisbane we're on the way to brisbane from byron and there's this giant bridge and we're just like holy shit there's this huge huge bridge begging (laughs) yeah begging to be jumped off of and you know winston was like yeah we could we could probably jump off that and we're like is it safe do you think it's uh like you think it's deep enough and we're not going to hit the bottom Winston's it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's cool. It, I think it's okay. And we're like, uh, I don't know, but let's do it. So we're like, walk out, <laughs> walk out to the middle of the bridge. And, and like, it's a, yeah, it, it's a Winston jumps off first. It's not even, out of, out even like batting an eye. Like, all right. And then Josh jumps off. And then like, I'm like, okay, well, I guess I, I should jump off. So I jump off and, you know, I actually hit the bottom. We come up and we, yeah we all come up and it was like it was great though we're like oh that's awesome that was so so crazy so we swim to the side and then there's a guy on the side on the on the river bank or whatever he's like you guys are crazy it's like he's like why he's like i was like yeah that's pretty high he's like not because of that he's like the there was a storm before we even got there he's like it washed a bunch of cows into the river and he's like, and that's that's shark infested water. There's just sharks up there eating all the cows. And he's like, you guys, I'm surprised you didn't get eaten by a shark. We're like, oh fuck, that's crazy. All right. And I was like, oh, I'm just. Uh, I was like, yeah, I love Australia. This is. I was like, I, I I love Australia. Yeah. So during your hiatus periods, it seems like you had lots of moments of self realization or sort of thinking that you wanted to go down one path. Like I know that you were looking at studying nursing, but then actually realizing that wasn't for you. Can you talk a little bit about that and sort of working out what your truth is and a little bit of self-realization during those periods of um, time out? Yeah, for sure. So we were, let me see. So I was, I was living with a a girlfriend that uh, I'm no longer seeing. So, and our relationship wasn't probably the best like that it could be um and and so i was very unhappy in that relationship and it wasn't like a very you know it wasn't a lot of turmoil it's just something that like i thought that i needed to be in and and that i loved her but it was so anyways i i kind of just uh i i quit the band to try and work on that relationship and honestly it was something that uh, and when the, like you're saying the self-realization is like, oh, I, I need to work on myself before I can work on anything. 
And so coming to that terms, I, you know, I actually started seeing a therapist and coming to come to terms with my own struggles with, uh, you know, mental health. And I was like, I, I'm not in a happy situation. I need to be out of this relationship and not saying that the relationship itself was the cause of my unhappiness, but it was definitely like adding to it. So I, you know, like I broke up with her and with, with that, that was a relationship of like seven years. And, you know, that, and that's when I, I had quit the band and then realized that I wasn't happy. I was still wasn't happy. It wasn't working. The relationship wasn't getting any better, even though like I'm knowing that, um, you know, like I was like, okay, well, I'm, I'm doing everything I can to work on this relationship. And it, I was like, this is still, still just shit. Yeah. You know? but yourself, like, right? yeah. yeah. And, and so, and so then I was like, I it was like, I don't, so then I, I was like, I guess I'm going to quit nursing school because maybe I was like, I don't even want to be a nurse. I'm just trying to be like, have a job that's steady and, and reliable to, to get and like, you know, always there. And I'm like, yeah, the health is health problems are always there. And the health industry will always need nurses. And so I was like, I don't, I don't even want to fucking do this. It's like, I don't, I don't want to put a needle in somebody and accidentally kill them or some shit. I was like, I know I'm yeah. going to do that. Yeah. So, and so I quit that. And then I was like, ah, fuck it. I, I quit all these other things. I was like, I'm just going to quit this relationship. So, so I broke up, broke up with her and um, it was really hard, you know, like I'm a very empathetic person and uh, I think that would had a lot to do with why I stayed with her was because I didn't want to hurt her feelings. And so, but that's no way to live. You know, no. you can't, well, you can't at all. Depriving yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And you're, and not only that, but it's like not, it's not healthy for that person either to try and, you know, be like, okay, I'm staying because I don't want to hurt your feelings, but really I'm unhappy in that tension between us is making us unhappy. So it's like, ah, just fucking be honest and be like, all right, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get out of here. Sorry. Peace. And once you're, you know, honest with yourself and more honest, that's when as honest to yourself as you can be and, and, and honest with the other, your other partner, like that's going to be the, the best way to live uh, and, and for relationships. So I'm, I'm like single for the first time in 10 years and I'm like, damn, all right. I was like, I'm going to go get an apartment. I, li- I, f- I got an apartment at like 35 for the first time by myself. And I'm like living in an apartment by myself. And I'm oh, like, growing oh, up, adulting. Is- yeah. Yeah. Growing up and adulting, you know, before I lived with, uh, you know, her. And then before that I lived in, you know, a punk house. And uh, <laughs> so, and then before, in, in between all that, I lived in a van with, you know, five other guys and, so it's just kind of like a lot of people don't like being on their own, but I enjoy it and I need a lot of my own time, even when I am in a relationship. So how did you find it? Oh, yeah, I loved it. I loved it very much. You know, it was nice. It's nice. I mean, I now live in a dream situation with my current girlfriend and so, and it's it's very awesome. But um, yeah, for that time that I, I, I got to live alone, was it's, it's nice. You get to know yourself more. And you, you know, you, that's where, you know, I started coming to that, like you're saying, self, self-realization. It was just like, yeah, I it was like, I, I love, I love music. 
I love playing shows. I love being in a band. And so, you know, did, yeah, did the whole thing, the whole like, Hey, Craig, we got to get the band back together, man. And <laughs> let's do it, man. Let's do it. And so we, uh, we, we got the band back together and we started just playing shows and touring and writing here and there. And, but you know, that's when we decided that it's like, let's, let's make it about having fun and like how it was when we were kids starting the band and just, you know, see how fun, just, just do it for fun and not have to worry about like, if someone fucks up on stage about stuff that we just, it's just, laughter and fun yeah yeah and hanging out with your best friends and and that's kind of what i what we what we wanted and that's where we're at now and you know that was all good until you know covid happened and then we're just like now we just text each other funny memes and stories and stuff and uh you know that'll change soon again yeah. once the world goes back to another kind of normal but do you have yeah. like any advice to people who like you were just talking there about like getting honest with yourself? What does, what does that look like? What did that look like to you? Was that like taking quiet time? Was it only talking like with a therapist? Like how did that kind of, how did you uh, start to address that? I think that's like, that's a thing that's people will have to come, come to terms with on their own of like how they are going to be honest with themselves it's not, I don't even know if there's like an advice that you could give. And it's just like, I guess you could say like, oh, would you want the way that you're treating yourself and talking to yourself? Would you want somebody, would you talk that way to somebody? Or would you want somebody else to be going through those things? And that's where like honesty to yourself can begin. And, but still that like being honest with yourself for somebody who also would spend so much time trying to be a people pleaser and I, I am a people pleaser, you know, I like, and that's just ingrained in me, but like, comes a point where you're just like, I'm, I don't, I don't want to take any more shit. And then that's where you kind of will break down where like, okay, what do I honestly feel right now? Like, how do I feel about this? And having that good, honest look and that, and that's still like a journey that I, I go on yeah. to but, this day, you yeah. know, it's, it's, it's never going to be perfected. I don't think. No, I think we're know? always working on ourselves. Like I've done yeah. a lot of work and I think, there's still like a lot of hardwired programming and patterning there that's still, yeah. you know, some days I'm good at other days, those behaviors kind of creep back in. We think, okay, just kind of have to figure yeah. yourself and just kind of keep moving. Cause that's, I was like, I don't want to keep, I don't want to slide. I think you can kind of tell if you've got momentum one way or the other. Yeah, for sure. And, and that's it. And the, the best thing, the best honest answer that you can give to yourself when, if you are struggling with mental health, and substance abuse and addiction and all those kinds of things are any kind of like self-harm and self-talk can be harmful to yourself. And if yeah. you slip back into that, the best thing that you could tell yourself is like, that's okay. Like shit, that's okay. I'm a human being. The older I get, the better I realize that like, oh, every person in this world is fucked up, you know, like, oh, and that's yeah, okay. We all have our stuff and we're all just mm -hmm. doing the best that we can. But the negative self-talk is definitely harmful I guess yeah. like a lot of people are really quick to talk about physical addictions and you just mentioned something you know like with alcohol or drugs but then there's yeah. like, something that I struggle with too is like that negative self-talk especially now with like filters and oh my god everyone just looks like not how they look like in real life yeah. there's a lot of that going on and I'm like well I'm 38 and I'm still you know I'm still kind of working on that but I just try to 
why I kind of do like meditation and yoga to try and be like, and the ocean helps me to just be like, no, yeah. you, your body works like you are who you are. You just, you know, you're yeah. healthy and just try and, and frame it. But it's really hard. I think when we put our focus on external things instead of ourselves. Yeah, for sure. It's like you, you ex, uh, external things are just kind of, yeah, I mean, they're, they're there to, for fun and whatever, but it's like at the end of the day, it doesn't really even matter. You know, because yeah, you're stuck like, with yeah. yourself ultimately, like you're with you yeah. your whole life. Like it's, it's, it needs to be like a peaceful kind of place, not a battlefield, I guess. Yeah. Everybody's oh, so struggling. When you, when you were touring or when you do touring, does, does that impact your mental health a lot? Or are you able to kind of stay kind of a bit more um, balanced? Or do you think it will be different this time? Be- before the band broke up and, uh, or not, I guess it didn't. Before I left the band and this new bit of touring with the dynamic that it is now, it was being very, it was starting to uh, weigh on my mental health a whole lot and way more than I even realized. Like, you know, like there wasn't many arguments in the band, but it was starting to get a lot of tension. And a lot of that came from us trying to push ourselves so much and touring so much when we, and making it so much about business instead of, of like, you know, this is what, this is something that we do. It, sh- it could have been us having fun with our, with our friends and, and writing and taking the business serious, but also making sure that it's not so serious that it is affecting our mental health. And it was, it started to do that. I started, you know, uh, drinking an incredible whole, whole lot, like, oh, you know, like every, like every day for shows and just like, and making sure trying to be like, okay, we're, we're on tour with this, with this younger band that we like, you know, we took out like a uh, first, you know, like for their first tour. And now they're like taking us out and they're massive, you know, like, asking Alexandria, you know, like, Mm -hmm. oh, we took asking Alexandria out on their first American tour and they were great guys. And then it's just, you know, like a year later, they're like huge and they're like, hey, we want to pay you back and take you guys out. And it's just kind of like to see that progression, like, oh, well, we're not even at the level that they're at. And we've been a band for 15 years now. Comparing is such a dangerous thing to do. And it's, and it was, and it was, it was very dangerous and comparing and, and, you know, that, you know, that happened with like, with like Parkway Drive too, you know, and it's just like, not that like, it, it was just like, it's not that I wasn't very stoked for Parkway Drive to, to be the, the masses that they are, but it was just like, I, you know, I look at it and I was like, damn, what the fuck am I doing wrong? Yeah. And that was, and that was, and that was a terrible way. That's that negative self-talk. It's like, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? And then it's like, okay, well, I can't really do anything because I'm trying the best that I can. Oh, uh, I guess I'll, I'll, I'm just going to fucking drink and, and then try and perform better. And then you're like, oh, I'm going to, and it just starts to wear down. And then we're like, okay, we're going to tour. And then we're like, okay, now the pressure is on to write more music and better music. And, or we need to write like this and we need to do something like that. And it's just like, it starts to just be like, I was like, this, this isn't fucking fun anymore. Like I'm now I'm like comparing myself and trying to be in a the biggest band in the, in the world where it's like, I don't, I don't need to do that. You know, no, I just kind of, it's just one of yeah. you and you do what you do. And you know, there's yeah. a lot of, a lot of people that like what you do. It's the same with her. Yeah. And just like, the, yeah, the mental health of like comparison when 
it's like when we were at our happiest times, which was like we didn't even compare ourselves to bands and in, 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 in a way of competition. And not that I ever even wanted to be in competitions because a lot of people that we were on tour with and a lot of people, you know, in, all, in a band, they're like some of the greatest people that I met and I, I, I love them. Like, you know, I, I mean, shit, sometimes I have dreams about some of my friends that I met, met in bands and it's just like never, but there's always some sort of like, like, fuck, I can't believe how, like, like how many people you pulled into that place when we just, we only had 50 people come and they were like, God damn, like, you know, it's just kind of wears on you a little bit for, for some reason, because you just want people to like your art and you want people, you want to be able to, you know, go home with a big chunk of money. And I don't even care about that anymore. Yeah, I, you know, I think I that's just, a like, healthy, I, healthy place yeah. to arrive at, definitely. Yeah, and of course, like, I, I want to be able to go on tour and come home and pay my bills, but it's like, I'm in a position where like, I don't really, or we don't tour, you know, so much out of the year to where it is a full-time job. And I'm wondering like, and it is, it has been like, a, being in a band had been such a like therapeutic thing for so long until it became that like, part of the job I was just talking about, like that, that mental struggle. And then, and I wonder like how like bands are doing that are like, that can't tour that, that, you know, like especially younger bands who are in the same position who just wanted an escape from their life. And like, they can't tour this year. Like, wow, I wonder how like bad they have it. And just, right, that's, that's crazy. This year's yeah. been shitty. Our, 2020 would have been shitty for them you know yeah for a lot so of like, I feel very types. yeah and it's just before you described yourself as an empathetic person which is nice to hear a man say I have to say but what does that mean to you like what does being empathetic look like to, you? to me I I think they would be it would be um putting yourself in somebody else's shoes having like thinking about like what do you want would you want that happen to you not only that, but like imagining yourself like going through the same struggle that they're going through and then like like feeling it, you know, almost like kind of yeah. that's that's what empathy is to me. I mean, that's like it's just it's just the golden rule, basically. It, yeah. And because a lot of empaths like are super sensitive, would you class yourself as being someone like sensitive? Oh, I'm sensitive, of course. And I don't really care about being like I don't know, I don't understand the like the mas- stigma around mas- it. Yeah. yeah, the masculinity, the ec- the extra masculinity. Like, I, yeah, I guess I I could say that I'm a sensitive person. Well, I think there's sure. a lot of pressure on. Um, I mean, obviously, this is a massive generalization, but I do feel like still with some societal trends, a lot of men do feel like that's you know like the crying and the sensitivity and the weakness. It's like, but that's that's kind of goes back to your conversation about being honest with yourself. It's like what are those feelings like allowing them to come up and like express them and let them air because they'll only get worse, I guess, if you push them down. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you, you sh- not everybody, not every, not everybody should go out and have a good cry. You know, maybe that doesn't work for them, but to, to at least understand that like, it's okay. That would be okay. You know, yeah, like, to give yourself permission to be like, okay, I'm, yeah, like I'm raging today and that's okay to be angry. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's okay. All right. It's okay. It's okay to have feelings. It's fine. It's just you have them for a reason. I don't know why. Sometimes I wish we didn't. Oh, same. Yeah. It's so exhausting sometimes. 
so with the the album, what type of time do we have a time frame of that or oh, I don't know. I don't know. I I feel like every every other month I'm like, hey man, hey guys, we gotta really record these songs that we wrote so that we can have something out. And everyone's like, Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. And then we'll be like, here's a funny joke. <laughs> We're like, oh my god, and we'll just talk about that for hours. Oh, and we'll get together to write too. And it's the worst. It's it's so bad. Like we ha- we're gonna have to have like some a, structure, a mo- <laughs> structure, a moderator, somebody with a, a whiteboard. Whip. Yeah, yeah, a whiteboard. Gonna hire a just a yeah, like a I don't coach, just someone to yeah. do like pr- productivity. But all right, so we can at least say that there is something in the pipeline. This yes, this year. I all promise. right, everybody. Oh, you promised. You just promised. Okay, uh, I'll hold promise. you to that. <laughs> yeah this this year it's it's the year it's yeah. 2021 it's a magical year so yes. it's it's coming out it's gonna be better than that bill and ted song that was supposed oh, to God. heal everybody did you see the new bill and ted it was so no, good because i wasn't because i love the original so much i don't know that i could do it to myself i was like i don't want to ruin that like concept. oh no it was it really good i love Keanu. absolutely not okay absolutely not i mean like the it, it is it's really it's really, really good. Yeah, it's First still it's funny. It's relative, yeah, and it 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 ties the whole story together really, really great. And it, it's very nice. I recommend it. I, I, yeah. I will because I've been sitting on the fence because I love the original so much. I was like, I don't yeah. want to do it because sometimes when yeah, they it, do that, yeah. it gives shit. Oh yeah, for sure. And it wasn't like it's not that kind of a movie where it's like you could tell that they were making it just to. Like, like oh here's here's the franchise here's yeah. Bill and Ted. put put the name on it and then they did like rehashed old jokes and bullshit it was actually a pretty decent movie it which would, is weird to say that bill yeah. and ted i love all those movies like more rats and i don't know whether you've seen josh gad does this cool youtube thing called reunited apart so he gets like classic oh. movies so we did Wayne's World the other day and the whole cast come on zoom and they have like sandra oh. was like singing oh. the song Yes, I'm a big Mike Myers fan, not to be confused with the Halloween franchise, Mike Myers, or to be confused with the lyrics in your, or the song title. That's actually a reference to a reference. So it's from that line, the title of our song is actually from um, Krispy Kreme, the rapper. What? He, that's like... I can't remember what his name is now because he, yeah, I think he got sued by actual Krispy Kreme. Oh God! And yeah, and he, his and and in one of his raps, it, it's like Mike Myers run. Mike Mike Myers doesn't run, but he always catches up. And so it's a reference to a reference and a little it. bit of pop. Yeah, we're we the inception pop happening there. Yeah. Yeah, I like yeah. pop culture. Well, do you still watch The Simpsons? Nah, nothing, not, nothing new. Nothing really yeah. new. I, I do, I, I subscribe to Disney Plus. It's only like $5 a month, so it's nice. And you get all the old episodes of, of The Simpsons. I mean, I, I watched The Mandalorian. That was yeah. really great. Little yeah. Baby Yoda, everyone likes Baby Yoda. Little Baby Yoda. I think I was, yeah, in the la- did you see the last episode? Yeah, no. that, I, okay, yeah. I like the first season. I'm not a massive, I'm going to probably offend everyone. I'm not a massive Star Wars person. Oh man, you just lost so many listeners now. I know. I know. I, I, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I have, I'm, I'm just kidding. I have like a, a love hate Star Wars. Star Wars is, I think, every Star Wars fan probably feels the same way as I feel. It's like, 
oh yeah, there's some real good stuff and this is great. And some of the stuff is just absolute garbage. I don't really know where to go from Baby Yoda, but I wanted to thank you so much for taking time today to come and chat and for letting us know what's going on with the band and what's in store. So exciting times ahead. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you very much for having me. All right. All right. You have a lovely day.